This episode of Says <laughs> Who Dan. is brought to you by you Dan. for your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, oh, where no. most every Sunday you get me and Maureen all over again because you become a member of Says Who Sticker Club. This is no good. No. Because if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, you get... Uh, to subscribe to the town watch you get me and maureen all over again in at that ten dollar a month level you also get a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club all of that is available to you at patreon.com slash says who oh i'm gonna be lots of places the next couple weeks dan that's fun i'm gonna be at the la times festival of books this sunday i was just there they were setting up tents yeah I, uh, I, I snuck out and wrote Maureen Johnson rules on all of them. Yes. I'm really excited. Yes, I'm going to be, and I believe my event is at like 1230. These are the things I should know, Dan. These are at least the things you could have opened up before we started recording. Dan, for long, complicated reasons, I did not have that email open because there was a little bit of chaos around it. Okay. Uh, uh, just fill in for one second, Dan, while I pull I it got, I have very little ability to fill. Okay. At 12.40 p.m., Young Adult Fiction, spicy, thrilling, and action-packed panel. Spicy. We're going to be at the YA stage and the signing area number nine. That's 12.40. This Sunday, 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 April 23rd, 12.40 p.m. And then, what are you, in New York? Well, then come and see me Wednesday, April 26th at 7 oh. p.m. at PT Knit, PT, PNT Knitwear. It's on the east, Lower East Side. It's a super cool spot. I'm going to be in conversation with Amy Spaulding. And then I will be back in the D.C., Maryland area for Books in Bloom on... <laughs> really trying to... Really I like trying it. To You're bringing uh, it. For on May 13th. So, L.A., on the 23rd. Boom. New York City, April 26th. Boom. And then Maryland, D.C., uh, May 13th. All of these things will be on my website when I put them there right after this. In related notes, I really need to get someone to help me. Okay. Well, uh, Maureen didn't mention this, but she writes books. Ugh. Do I? I don't That's think I why do. she's making those appearances. And if you would like to acquire some of Maureen Johnson's books, obviously you can go to uh, finer bookstores everywhere and get them. But also you can go on the If I close my eyes, I'll <laughs> just start weaving. Oh, damn. Uh, you can go to the internet. You can go to kickbezosintheballs.org where uh, we sell books as well. That's kickbezosintheballs.org. Dot org. If you're buying stuff on the internet, why not go on over to merch.saysupodcast.com where you can buy Says Who merchandise or if you would like a little orange patch that says trying, you can go Dan. to shop.dansinker.com and you can get that too. You're not okay, Dan. Dan? Huh? It's time to do the, it's time to do it. Okay. You ready? What? You ready, buddy? Uh not you ready but what do you want to take a little little nappy poo I do a little nappy pants you want to take a nap are you gonna take a couple micro naps while your eyes are literally closing <laughs> they're i'm real tired <laughs> just let's play the song and maybe that'll wake you up da -da 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 -da. yeah he's asleep Ah. I felt forced, Dan. Uh, it wasn't. To says who, the podcast that's not a nap. I'm Maureen Johnson. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. Maureen, I've made some tactical errors what happened, in my Dan? life. That was a weird way to drink some liquid. What? You just reached, Maureen just... S surreptitiously sipped some liquid but instead of simply reaching yeah she's reaching fully arm around she's the like microphone? putting a microphone in a headlock 
and reaching around to get it. Anyway, Maureen Johnson and says who listeners, I apologize for my state of affairs here. It is 1243 p.m. on Tuesday, the 18th of April. I landed in an airplane at 6 a.m. this morning from Los Angeles that departed at 11.59 p.m. in Los Angeles. I took a red eye, Mm -hmm. and my eyes are red. I'm very tired. He's not okay, you guys. I, for some reason, I was like, well, okay, I'll take the red eye. Then I can just do my jobs on Tuesday. Like, that's great. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'll land. uh, Maybe I'll take a little nap. And then, uh, and then I can just go about my day. And it turns out instead, Mm-mm. I feel like I am dead. That also, is so- I feel like I might vomit at any minute. <sighs> is it because you're tired? Yeah. Is that uh-huh. like, you know, just that level of overtired where you just feel sick? Whenever... Whenever we go to England, we take a 8 a.m. flight, which means we kind of leave for the airport, get up like 4.30-ish, 5-ish. And I always feel nauseous on the way to the airport. Every time. Yeah. I feel, I felt really nauseous when I first woke up, but um, I still don't feel, I still don't feel great. Mm. I still don't feel great. (laughs) It's very hard to talk, turns out. Okay. Now, Dan, in the last couple of weeks, we've made some real breakthroughs. Hmm? And we've talked about, remember how you said you were running through a hotel the other day and said to yourself, maybe I'm doing too much? Mm-hmm. Remember that, Dan? I do. Do you, want, do you want to talk about that? Should we revisit that at all? I only did one thing this weekend. Took, took, the, took the teen out to visit a college. And we flew out on the first flight out on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we flew on a 7 a.m. flight, which meant waking up at like 5 in the morning. Uh, Then we had all day, like, you know, the 90% of the day on Saturday in L.A. So that was nice. So I felt like I was really, felt like I was cheating, you know, like first flight out meant we had the whole day. Last flight out meant that we had the whole day, you know? So we just did two nights in a hotel. But we really had, like, full days. Yeah. Saturday, full day, Sunday, full day, Monday. And let me tell you, Maureen, we filled those days. I have a little little wrist-based step counter. (laughs) The first day, we did 26,000 steps. That's a lot of steps, Dan. The second day, we did 33,000 steps. And yesterday, we did 22,000 steps. Yeah, 20 is usually at the point when I'm hitting 20, I'm tired. Yeah. And you uh, did 33. Yeah. that And the funny thing was, that was the day where it was like, oh, we did a lot of walking the day before, so let's maybe take it easy. And then it turned out instead, we just went harder. So what did you do with all that? Would you just wandering LA? It's not known uh, for yeah, that. Largely like, so we flew in in the morning uh, and immediately took a, took a lift to my favorite taco joint in LA. Which so is got, Torchies? No, 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 no. That's a Austin and, and, oh. uh, and Colorado thing. No, uh, Guisados. Oh, Guisados. Right. Our plane was a little bit delayed. The idea was to get to Guisados and have their breakfast tacos, which are truly remarkably delicious. I mean, all their tacos are good, but their breakfast tacos are really good. But we missed breakfast, so we just jumped right into lunch. And then we walked all around downtown L.A., and we walked all the way up to little Tokyo and uh, walked around there for a long time before taking a couple trains down to campus, which we then walked around. Uh, a ton. And then uh, I don't know if I've talked about this much on this uh, on this here podcast, but back in December when the World Cup was happening, uh, the teen was 
one of his teachers was like, how about instead of having class, we watch this soccer game? What? What? What's this about? This yeah. didn't happen when I was in school. I'm so I mad. Know. Go on. I'm just, I'm just going to be mad about this all day. And uh, so he came back and he was like, it was super fun. We should watch some. And uh, so we watched like that weekend. We watched a World Cup game and everyone enjoyed it. And the, our little one especially enjoyed it. And so then we kind of got hooked into the World Cup. And then as the World Cup was coming to an end, we kind of made the conscious decision to get hooked into the British Premier League. And so uh, every weekend, pretty much every morning of the weekend has been spent watching British Premier League. This is largely driven by the fact that the little one has become fully obsessed with soccer and the video game FIFA and mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, so anyway, fast forward to... Uh, we were walking around near our hotel on Saturday, and I noticed that some people were wearing matching soccer jerseys for what looked like an L.A.-based club. And I was like, well, that's interesting, uh, but, you know, whatever. And then I noticed another person in the jersey, and then I noticed another person in the jersey, and I was like, there must be a game, and it must be somewhere close. So next thing you know, we've already been, like, doing stuff all day. Suddenly... Uh, the teen and I are in the standing room only supporters section of the Angel City FC women's soccer team. Nice. It is full pandemonium for two hours. They're like people drumming. There are people lighting off smoke bombs. Like it was bananas. It was so much fun. Uh, but yeah, after a day of just walking endlessly, we stood for two hours watch a, a football game and then uh and then sunday we just walked around the, the campus and then uh my idea because i'm kind of a i'm a cheese ball maureen uh when i'm in la if i have the ability i like to go to santa monica for sunset oh and, and a big reason that i like to do that is because the santa monica pier is the end of route 66 and Chicago, Illinois, directly in front of the Art Institute, is the start of Route 66. And so when I'm sitting there watching the sunset, I imagine the kind of... You're on, a, you're, you're on your home street. Exactly. I, I imagine the kind of line between me and, and, and home. And uh, so I wanted to do that with him. So Sunday... And also I had heard there these, there's a very good burger place in Santa Monica. So Sunday we go... We had walked around campus all day. Then we took the train down to Santa Monica. And then it turned out the burger place was like a mile and a half away. So we walked like a three-mile round trip to get burgers. Uh, but we did see the sunset. It was very beautiful. And then uh, and then, <laughs> yesterday we... Or no, yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Feels like today. Because the day never really ended. We um, had like a big campus tour. And that was also a lot of walking. And then we went back to Little Tokyo for dinner. Then we didn't, our, then, then we Tell just me walked what you around. Got. What'd you get in Little Tokyo? Okonomiyaki. Sweet. Which is uh, these very amazing sort of pancake-esque piled high with things. Oh, so good. Um, and then we just kind of walked around and killed time until we went back to the airport. And then suddenly it was today. And I feel like I'm, I don't remember what I was saying. You were, you, did you like the campus down? It was very beautiful. It was great. I'm going to be there. I'm going. I know. I know. Like I said, they, they literally were setting up all of the tents for yep. the book festival that you are going to. On Sunday, we Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. There was a little confusion because I thought I was going to be there on Saturday, but it turns out I have my event on Sunday, but all my flights and all my <laughs> plans had been booked around a Saturday event when in fact it was Sunday. So we had to hmm. switch, switch all of that. So I'm flying to LA on Saturday now. I love it. I'm it excited. is hilarious to me that we are missing each other by one week in the same place. Yep. Literally, we're going to the same place. Like, yeah, I mean, the entire the campus that 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 we were looking at is is where that is happening. So I guess it is not a particularly top secret conversation that we're having right now. Um, 
and they take over the whole campus. So just like there were endless white tents being set up and signage going up and all of that. It's a huge festival. I think I've done it four. This will be my fourth or fifth time that I've done it. I've done it several times. I think they said somewhere between 100 and 200,000 people will go. Yeah, it's really huge. And it's um, like the author, the VIP place where they have is giant. Like it's absolutely massive. Um, and it's, there's just events everywhere and tents and stalls everywhere and everybody turning out for books. And there's like celebrities there that, you know, whenever celebrities write a book, they, yeah they already live there. So they just roll down the street. And so like every celebrity that's written a, my fear after the, after COVID, and this wasn't my first top fear about COVID Dan, but it was uh-huh. on the list which was, oh, great. Now all these actors aren't going to be on set. And they're all going to fucking write picture books. It's true. It's what they do. <laughs> it's what they did. Yeah. It's like, what they God. did. Maureen. What? I have to go pee. You guys, he took off. He's not okay, you guys. He is, he, he, he wasn't lying. He's gone. He's just... Oh, I see him going in the, that must be where the bathroom is in the back. Like he just disappeared through a opening in the back of the frame. He's broken, you guys. Dan's broken and we all have to, I need you all. Okay. All of us together. We need to save Dan. We're all going to clap. And I'm serious now. I want you to really do this with me on the count of five. We're going to start clapping. And if we all clap together, Dan will survive and he'll be, He'll be okay, but only if we all clap for him. Okay, ready? Come, he's. A, I'll tell you when he's going to come back. I'm. I'm deadly serious, you guys. Do this wherever you are. I don't care if you're in public or whatever. Just make a little pretend like you're doing something. But I actually want you to clap, and I'll tell you when you can stop clapping. Okay, ready? On the count of five. Ready? One, two. I'm really trying to time this with this peeing. Three. Come on, Dan. Four. Come on, Dan. God, how much did he drink? Uh, four and a half. Four and three quarters. Four and uh, five, seven. No, no, four and seven eighths and five. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Singer. Hi, Dan. That was a lot of pee. Uh, I mean. I really had to pee. I'm so tired. Uh, I don't think I'm at my best, Maureen. Do you want to talk about the news? Uh, If you have been paying attention to the news, I'm happy to talk about the news. Well, there has been a Disney update. I I have a few notes on this, but I would love for you to uh, lead us off here. Well, you're the expert, to be fair, but it does seem that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Ron DeSantis is going all in. Yeah. I mean, he's decided to become a single-focused person. He, you know, he's done so much trying to take people's rights away and and hurt people. And, but he's like, what if I just spent all my goddamn time, even though Fort Lauderdale is underwater. Right. It was underwater this week. Yeah. And he was up campaigning in Ohio instead. Sure. He's like, what if instead of helping the people of my state and doing good, what if I declared war on Disney and made that my, the sole focus of my life? It does seem... Last week, it was only last week that we ran through the entire history of DeSantis v. Disney. And we ended it with the Disney doing an end run around them and declaring uh, before the kind of the governing board that oversees the fake towns that Disney is in uh, changed hands from being Disney run to being um DeSantis appointed people. Disney pulled an end run and the board basically passed a bunch of uh, resolutions that 
uh, give keep control with Disney and basically invalidate much of what the board is supposed to do. And they didn't tell anyone until after the fact the new board kind of discovered this. Well, they did tell people because they have a public records thing. So they 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 held these meetings in accordance with with uh, Florida's public records law. So it was not like a secret thing. Somebody could have shown up and seen them pass this. But uh, anyway, the new board came on. They discovered, oh, shit. And DeSantis... Yeah, you are correct. He is. He has just decided. He has pushed in all his chips. Yeah, he has somehow decided that him v Disney is where it's at. Is a winning ticket for him. Sure, why not? Disney. Yep. I don't. It, it is wild. So yes. So literally, as we are recording. The Florida State House now has legislation passing through it that is aimed at invalidating these uh, covenants that Disney passed before they they gave up. Is it specifically that covenant or is it some sort of law that undoes, tries to undo the concept of covenants? Uh, it seems that at least the way it is written now, it it will likely be far broader Mm -hmm. though i think that there is a time-based element to it so it may not be it's one of those things that there might be unintended consequences of a rushed ass law Mm -hmm. but uh at least the kind of the timing mechanism seem like there isn't a lot else that it might undo but who fucking knows right uh so that is going through the legislation meanwhile Yesterday, DeSantis held a fully unhinged press conference in which it was amazing. he announced kind of the top line thing that has gotten a lot of coverage, which was kind of the design of it, was there is land within this Reedy Creek district that is designated for public use. Uh, but is just sort of swampland right now. And he said, well, we can we can develop that land. You know, first he said we could make it a state park, which, OK, you know, swampland is very pretty there. Uh, then he floated the idea that they could open an amusement park, which <laughs> is something. And then the thing that got all the coverage is he said, or we could open a state prison. You know next door to Disney World. Mm. Uh, But the more interesting part on a, like, they could really fuck with them. I can't remember if last week we discussed the fact that he floated the idea that they might put tolls in uh, at the, basically, at the entrances to Disney World. Um, But his his latest, how could we make bureaucracy fuck Disney, is... um, he has said that they want state oversight of rides and the monorail mm. so that if a ride goes down, a state like regulator would have to inspect the ride before it could reopen. Now, then, yeah, I, I have a little bit of experience in this matter. Yeah. In that. I once during a snowstorm played several hours of roller coaster tycoon with my friend Keely. Yeah. And you um, are you you are more of an expert at this than Ron DeSantis now. A couple of things happen. One is that when I when I design my parks, I am very food forward. Um I mostly design food court areas that you can then, it, my idea is that you go to these parks to eat food and then ride on rides to really aid the digestion process. Yeah. Um, I was the first person that he'd seen to ever be offered a calamari stand. And I won best food, which he didn't even know was an award that the game offered. Damn. But look at you. A couple of other things happened though, Dan. Was one, I tended not to invest heavily in maintenance. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. my rides would regularly either break down and occasionally uh, they would throw someone and kill them. Sure. Um, and on one occasion, because I had a lot of really just 
food-wise satisfied people. Yeah. But um, people that were barfing, there was a lot of barf. Um, there were a lot of broken rides. So in order to make the people happy, because they were, they were faces were turning sad, um, I hired costumed characters, which you can do to dance in the line and go away and it makes everybody happy. And I yeah. was trying to move one. And the way you move them is you have these little pincers. And I accidentally dropped one in an ornamental lake and drowned it, which oh, is another nice. thing Keely didn't know could happen. Yeah. So I drowned a cartoon tiger. Perfect. And so I'm trying to really use my experience on this. Uh, you know what would be great, Dan? Hmm. For the Patreon would be to do like a, a live stream where we play some park builder. Oh, yeah. And I can show you, you know, some of my skills at uh, designing food courts. I love it. And not so, I get very confused by, anyway, terraforming and things like that. I'm mostly food focused, a lot of barfing and dying. Um, one, my, one of my rides just, just fully started throwing people. Oh, just good. like flinging That's them good. like a trebuchet. Just like, Seems boom. good. Um, all of this is to say, Dan, that Republicans tend to always, Republicans have a Republican thing that they like to do, which is mm -hmm. we don't like government. Because I got to be in it, government. Yeah. Don't get government out of our lives. And um, the I, I, some of them seem to be getting a little prickly at the idea that um, DeSantis is, he's like, what if we used government to fuck with a corporation? Yeah. Which is a twist. It's... It, it, it is the exact opposite thing that they seem to have been into forever. Mm -hmm. But now he is, right. how many different ways can we do it? But the thing that like, so the idea that a, a, a state inspector, like the Haunted Mansion goes down, mm -hmm. right? or I'm trying to think, there are some rides, there is a boat frozen themed boat ride in Epcot that seems like oh. it goes down constantly. And I, I believe the reason is that they, uh, the little robots in it, the audio animatronics in it, their faces, instead of being robotic, are projection. And they, I think the deal is that the projection gets out of sync a lot or stops working. And so suddenly you have like Elsa in her flowy Elsa robe doing her little fancy arm motions, but her face is just like a, a, a blank sphere. And that's a little off putting to children. Right. And so they have to shut the ride down a lot. And so like that ride, every time Elsa's face goes down, then you've got to call up like Jimmy at the state inspector who then has to drive over, make sure the ride, you know, meets spec. Like the idea, basically what, what he's floating is like, we will make it so none of your rides ever run. Right. The thing that is weird about it is I, I don't believe that there is any possible way that they could apply that exclusively to Disney World. And I don't know if you know this about Central Florida, Maureen, but it is full of theme parks. Dan, not only do I know it, but when I worked for one, with this was way back before J.K. Rowling is what she is today. Yeah. And I, and I was part of a wonderful one that had a big lit uh, component that I ran. Yeah. And we actually booked out the whole Harry Potter park for that our is, attendees for the night from like 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. That is a flex. And I had the magical experience of walking through the empty Universal Park at night with a couple of friends who were really drunk. And I was sober leading them through the park. And it has kind of fake Los Angeles. And then it has right. fake San Francisco. And then it has fake, but they look really good. And it's very surreal and we were just walking through it alone and it was magical. It was a, that it was, is, it was a pretty magical experience. That is great. So he, 
But yeah, they have a lot of theme parks, Dad. Yeah. And I would go so far as to say that theme parks are a major part of their economy. <laughs> yeah. And it it does. It is just sort of a remarkable thing to see a Republican say, you know what we want to do is regulate. Disney is the largest private taxpayer in Florida. Right. And so you want the to fuck largest with that. employer. Right. In like private employer in Florida. So let's fuck with that. And the idea that a Republican would be like, let's use the gears of government bureaucracy to chase a company that is at the largest tax mm-hmm. base, the largest employer, and also the largest driver of tourism. Let's just really make them mad enough that maybe they consider leaving. I don't know that they're mad enough yet that they will consider leaving, but I would assume if if Jimmy in the inspector's office has to come by every time they need to restart a ride, uh, they will not be able to function as a business and they will decide that maybe they need to function as a business somewhere else. It's, it's a, it is a... It is a game of chicken that I don't quite see how DeSantis wins. It's a weird game. This is a very weird game. Like, I just don't see, like, at some point, Disney will just go, okay, we are investing elsewhere. And we are, you know, I, I don't think they would immediately say we are shutting down Disney World. But I think they would say we are shifting our focus to other things. Uh, because the environment here is not productive to our business. And that would be true. Good luck with your meth and your fan boats, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Florida. <laughs> that should be a t shirt. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I, I came a little hard for Florida. That me up a little bit, though. <laughs> Sorry. Like a little, I was like a shot of coffee. I didn't have to go for Florida that I'm hard. Little, I'm a little more awake now. Now I'm not. I'm tired again. It turns I, out you need to sleep. I Yeah, you do, Dan. Look, what else the, are you going to do with an alligator-infested swamp? <laughs> Remember when an alligator ate a kid at yes. Disney World? Yes. And that's with all the Disney World guards in place and safety that, mechanisms. Well, and I'm sure they do a pretty regular alligator sweep of yes. their swamps. They're pretty careful. So <laughs> that is left to go derelict. It's just run by alligators. It's just alligators and meth all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Splash Mountain becomes a lot scarier. I'm when telling it's you, crawling with alligators. Listen, it's a small world. Has a it gets a, gets a lot more exciting though. It's true. That small world water would uh, oh, would mutate an alligator pretty quick. Oh boy, what's yeah. in there? Just happiness, right? <laughs> yes, yes, just <laughs> happiness. Look, happiness and motor oil. Listen, it the whole state. Is like a big action park, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all unregulated rides and loop-de-loop slides. <laughs> like seriously, Florida, what else you got going for you right now? Not a lot. I mean, awesome people live there. Yeah, people that I love live in Florida. Absolutely. And also, you're going underwater. Yeah, there's that. I mean, yeah, it's it's it, I often think about early in the pandemic when I would just Zillow dream mm. constantly at places in Florida that had some land and some space because we are on top of each other here. Right. Uh, and also places in Texas that had land and space. And now I go, man. Both of those states, the people that run it, not the there there are extraordinary people that I love a lot in both of those places, uh, and there are people listening in both of those places, and and 
none of this is directed to you, but instead directed to the people that have gerrymandered their way into. Oh, I, I think they know. I think that they're oh, I think painfully aware, they know, but it's worth stating again. Uh, but boy, those are some hostile places now to a lot of people. I sent a, a fantasy Zillow to you recently. You sure did. A farmhouse and, in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, you need to acquire that. It's a good price for that farmhouse. It's unbelievable, honestly. Yeah. It's a big old farmhouse, like a like a cool Look how happy your dog would be there. It's got big mature green trees all around it, and then a giant ass barn. That barn is that, that barn. barn is something. You see, Dan, I looked at that and went, I just want to move there. But I, it wouldn't just be Oscar and I. Like I would want to make a thing that was like, okay, everybody just come live here and stay and make stuff in this barn. Yeah. Like, well, you could do that. You could have like a barn. You could use that barn as a retreat space. I just want to put weird shit in it, like kind of Alice's restaurant situation where everyone just shows up and like we have like ropes hanging around so you can hang up hammocks and I swing like around that reference is lost on probably 98 percent of the people that are listening right the now two percent loved it though two percent were like that right there alice's restaurant but you said it and in my head i was like oh right alice's restaurant and then my head went i don't know what that means you don't know what it means i well I think probably there was a point in my life where I knew what that mm -hmm. meant. I that that thing triggering in my head of recognition recognizes that it is a name mm -hmm. and I believe a TV show. Nope. Okay. It is a name mm -hmm. that is a thing. Yes. But I do not remember the rest. So please for me mm -hmm. and perhaps for the other 98% of people what does what is Alice's restaurant? Okay, you know Woody Guthrie, who this land is your land. This machine kills. Familiar fascists? with Woody Guthrie? Yes. His son Arlo, yes, wrote a song called Alice's Restaurant, oh, and okay. it's like a long song that's also a comedy okay. monologue, kind of about how he was arrested. He went to this big thing, communal Thanksgiving at a place called Alice's Restaurant, and Alice and her husband bought a deconcentrated deconsecrated church and had like a commune in there and they had a okay. restaurant and he was taking out the garbage and he dumped the garbage and he got arrested and it's this whole monologue to music that's 20 minutes long or so and i used to be able to do the whole thing i could wow you can get anything you want at alice's restaurant you've probably heard it i have but i in my own defense yeah when i said it was a tv show it is a movie. But there is a TV show called from Alice the late 70s. 70s called Alice. Yeah. She's a waitress. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a waitress at a restaurant. So I don't feel like my brain was entirely gone mm -mm. south on me. Also, the Wikipedia summary. After her husband is killed in a trucking accident, Alice packs up the car and her son Tommy and heads to Hollywood dreaming of a singing career. Her car breaks down in Phoenix, forcing her to take a job at Mel's Diner, a greasy spoon where gruff owner Mel barks orders to Alice and yeah. her fellow waitresses. Yep. That's the TV show, Alice, not Alice's Restaurant. Yeah. After her husband is killed in a trucking accident. The 70s yeah. were fucking wild. Oh, yeah, you could do anything. Like They were like, let's make a funny comedy about a, a, a woman whose husband is killed in a trucking accident. Uh -huh. wants to pursue her dream and breaks down in Arizona instead. You, they just People will love it. Just and they smoking, did. playing with anything. Just go for it, you know? Yeah. Everyone taking care of us was on drugs. <laughs> the, um, the teen, when we were in Santa Monica, we were walking along the beach path there. And as you get close to the pier on the beach path, there is, um, there is a like a workout area and slash and and 90% of all of the things, the equipment that they had for working out were, was ring based for some reason, like chains hanging rings, hanging on chains. Like if you were 
an aspiring uh, male gymnast. You yeah. could do the like iron cross on the, the rings thing. But they had these swings that were very, very, very long chained swings. And he was like, I want to do this, this wild swing. So he was doing it. And uh, and then he was sort of reminiscing about how when he was in grade school, they had all of these different terminology for different heights that you could get on the swings. You know, there was just that sort of like grade school lunch recess uh, around the swings. And I said, when I was a kid, because it was the 80s and nothing mattered and nobody looked out for children's safety in any way, shape or form. Our swing thing was not just how high can we get on the swing. So that was part of it. Could you go around? No. But the the main thing was you would get, we had these long swing set that was like probably, it was three mm-hmm. swings and then a, a like a mid bar and then three more swings. And I think it was six, but it might have been nine. But like three, two or three banks of three swings. And what we would do at recess was you would get everyone swinging as hard as they could swing. And jump. And no. And then kids would line up and play Frogger. Ah! And so the other kids, you would get the swings going as absolute hard as you could swing. And then kids would would take runs through the center of the swing set, attempting to not get plowed by the swingers as they came flying at top speed from their apex. So you would have to, you know, you would run and then you would stop short and let a guy swing by and then you would run again and stop short and you would get absolutely fucking leveled (laughs) repeatedly throughout the day. No lunch person would ever say, don't do this. They're busy smoking. Anything, (laughs) anything went... But I just have very vivid memories of one, the the absolute thrill that came from a from a clean run where you were able to make it from one end of the swing set all the way to the other. And I also very vividly <laughs> remember what it would be like to just have a child come smacking into you full speed. You would get thrown. You, often the person in the swing would come flying out of the swing. That's what Disney World's going to be like. Yeah. And then you and then it was all kind of sharp wood chips. <laughs> too. So you would get sort of cheese grater to cross. Oh, the wood you had chips wood as chips. you went we, we spinning out. My friend Jenny next door had one of those backyard sets of swings. Yeah. I guess she bought it at a store and then you just it was just like a two little V's and then a bar and you but her parents never got around to securing them so they just kind of half half-heartedly stuck it into the ground and our trick was we would swing as hard as we could and the swing set on the front would lift out of the ground (laughs) (laughs) and our thing was how hard can we swing until we actually knocked the entire thing over and made the entire swing set topple and we liked to dance on the edge of that so we would be swinging And the whole thing would be kind of teetering and bouncing on wow. one set of legs. Yeah. Wow. Because nothing mattered. Nothing. Nothing mattered back then. Truly nothing. It is. I parents, sometimes think about Parents up just, there smoking. Yeah. Smoking. There weren't seatbelts in cars. No. You just, you just slid around. No. Get up there. 20 kids sit in the front seat. Yeah. Driver smoking. Yeah. The cars weighed 8,000 pounds. Sliding around, leaded gas. Sliding around that fucking backseat. I was, uh, when we did our, our very quick jaunt out to Colorado and back a couple of weeks ago, I don't know why it, it hit me at a moment, but I was filling up and I was like, we still call gas unleaded despite the fact that there has not been lead in gas since, mm. I mean, since largely since the late 80s, right? But I For think now. that- the, Let's well, bring back lead. I mean, hey Dan, this week one legislator brought back child labor. Sure, I believe that was Iowa. Good. That brought back you can be fourteen and doing a night shift. Perfect. And sixteen and serving alcohol. 
Oh, wow. I had not seen that. That oh, is, yeah. uh, that is something. We're bringing, we're rolling back Roe versus Wade. We're bringing back child labor. Let's bring back, fuck it. Let's bring back lead. Let's do it. Why not? Why not? Get some leaded shit in there. Loosen up all the bolts on those Disney World. Let's fucking go. Let's go. (laughs) Let's make things spicy. You know what I mean, Dad? Like, I'm feeling the grind right now. Like, I'm really feeling, I've been, and I've been trying to figure out if this is, post-COVID fatigue or just the world being too much mm-hmm. or both. Like it's a, why not both? I have had several times now just, I've just crashed in the afternoon and fallen dead asleep, which yeah. is not really like me. Yeah. And I'm like, where, where is this coming from that? I am so goddamn tired and that my brain feels like it's fritzing out. Yeah. I, there's no reason for this. Right. And then I'm like, well, it's a all too much all the time even under the best of possible circumstances. Yeah. And B, it could also be post-COVID fatigue. Yeah, it absolutely could be Um, either or both. But uh, it's just a lot where just recently I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Alligators, lead, lead in the gasoline. Put, put, Put it in the water. Let's go. Let's fucking go. We used to put it in paint, and then we would paint our whole interior houses with lead. Look, my old apartment in Astoria, the one I told you where the fire came out of the wall and the and the super tried to fix the toilet with tape. Well, the the cabinets never closed, and that was because they had ninety eight coat. He never stripped the paint; he just painted over it. And this apartment was like from the thirties, and so the paint was that thick, and. I just got sick of it. It was a place where I ripped up the floor one day with my bare hands in the middle of the night in January and then snuck outside in the cold and dumped the, my, my floor in the trash. <laughs> that one? Yeah. I got really mad and I, I hired a, one of those heat guns. or No, I borrowed it from my friend. I borrowed a heat gun and I, I like tried to melt the paint. Yeah. But do you know good. how much lead paint was on oh, those yeah, walls? You, you inhaled a lot of lead. I think I did. Job. Oh, yeah. You definitely did. I didn't you do myself any favors, did. huh? One of my favorite things that there is a there is a school of thought, not just a pure wackadoo, <laughs> but the extreme level of violence. In the 70s. In yeah. the 70s. Had to do with like lead. New York City, the murder rate was like 2,000 people a year. Yeah, it was a lot. A shockingly large number. If you, it, it, and it was a huge spike everywhere. And then it then it declined. When people talk about like, oh, there's been a spike in crime lately, it is it is nothing. It is a little tiny drip compared to crime in the 70s and early 80s. Um and there is a school of thought that says the reason that crime declined is because we got rid of lead in paint and cars. Yeah. And it is like that school basically says we just made we we made ourselves mad. We gave ourselves lead poisoning. Yes. Everyone was fucking hopped up on lead and murdering each other. Weren't like the pipes in the Roman Empire lead based pipes like all the water would have been pretty much full of lead yes and they they kind of went mad as well yeah yeah it's good stuff so good stuff are you People saying are i great. shouldn't be licking this giant piece of lead that i keep i mean here next fuck to it me? just go for it <laughs> why not let's move to, come on let's move to florida or should we buy that barn dan Listen, hear me out. You 100% should buy that barn. Hear me out. And you should move to that barn. Your dog would be so happy. Here's what I like about this place. It looks like a home. Like, it looks like it's cool and relaxed, like big old mature trees, big green lawns. Everyone's just hanging. Like, there's like a funky porch to sit on. Yeah, it's And that big old red barn, fill that shit with swings and also netting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can climb yeah, up and then climbing. just ha- yeah. hang out and sit in there. And yeah, <sighs> you could do like a whole wall of netting 
that at the bottom is like a foam pit. So you can just drop into the foam pit. Why not? Yeah. How fucking great would I that be? I think that you should do that. I really do. Will you come when, and live in it with us? I mean, we would certainly come and visit. I don't know that we would live there. Why not? Commit. We, we live here. Stop. What are you doing? Just stop it. I mean, that's a we good We have a question. big garden. Let's have a big garden What are we back. doing is a good question, but. Dan, come on. Let's go. Well, you first. Or do we just do Florida? Time to make choices. I don't I don't really want to give that state apparatus money right now. Dan, if you were the governor of a state. Yeah. Governor Dan. Mm-hmm. And you're and it you're you're governor of Florida, Dan. Yeah. And Disney is basically everything like that's the reason people are coming. Yeah. Would you would you say I I'm a fuck with that? I would not. I mean, there are plenty of reasons sure. to fuck with Disney. But would right? you do it? Copyright law in America is fucking bananas because of Disney. Sure. Right? Like, I generally, as somebody that works sort of tangentially in and among broadly entertainment, I don't think a company should maybe own as many properties as they do. You right. Know, like that. Like there are a lot of legitimate critiques of Disney that I I tend to agree with, despite the fact that I like the place. Right. I would not fuck with them if I was the governor of a state that was as reliant on them as possible. And maybe the dude is just doing the calculus of like, well, Central Florida has matured now. Universal is, you know getting very close to being as big as Disney world. Like we can, we can take this hit if they were to do it, but I don't think they can take that hit. Honestly, like there is a, there is a difference. Like that is why people go. Right. And then yes, universal has done well for itself, but it used to be that, well, we'll go there too. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think that he really, can flex to a level, you know, that said, they're a giant corporation. They don't want to be fighting with the state of Florida. So it is sort of a game of chicken right now to see who blinks first. And only one of those two massive entities has eyes on the White House. I don't think he can blink. I think he would burn Florida down before he blinks. Well, there is some reporting now that some Republican mega donors are like, he's too weird for us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you but believe all that, that reporting? means is they're like, well, well, let's do Trump again. And Trump, you know, is um, he's got stuff. I'm just saying, Dan, I'm starting the iced tea and the, the pop. Okay, Dan, let's have a we Remember, it's time to plan for our summer again. Okay. Iced tea. Watching these Republican debates where Mike Pence has to debate both DeSantis and Trump and mention the fact that Trump tried to kill him. Yeah. They so tried that. to kill that man. Trump is is technically under he's no not technically, he's under arrest right now. Yeah. Uh DeSantis is trying to take down Disney for personal mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. And um yeah, there's just a lot of spicy stuff going on. It's going to be a spicy summer, Dan. Are it is you ready be a for spicy, spicy summer. summer? I'm ready for spicy summer. I can I could use some spice. You could use a nap. I could. I Are you going to sleep after this? Danny needs a nap. Oh, you should listen to that. I I would love to. Instead, I have to edit a podcast then work my actual job. Dan, you're going to fall asleep i know but i can't (laughs) just keep going dan gotta keep on pushing no dan take a nap mayfield sings dan you need to Mm -hmm. take a nap this sunday i'll see you guys in la the ya stage 1240 la times festival of books then new york city wednesday at pnt knitwear which I know that sounds like a strange place, but they do events there, like book events. And it's really cool. Okay. It's like That's on great. the Lower East Side. I like a weird space that does cool events. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. 
And then that's what you do with your barn. Oh yeah. Like okay. Book, you do a you do a Maureen Johnson festival of books. Festival of just stuff. It's a festival of stuff, and you know what else you do? What? Petting zoo. Dog rescue. So you could you could have a lot of dogs. Imagine the dog rescue there. You could you could single handedly save dogs. Dogs wouldn't have a problem anymore. Think of that. Think of that. Get on Zillow. Place that order. Maureen Johnson's dog farm. Oh, I drunk bought a house last night. Yeah. I, I hit click. I bought it. Yes. Yeah. Sh- just before we recorded, I showed you. An, uh, this is actually did come from Amazon. But I got three glass, very attractive pump jar bottles. Because I'm classing up my game, Dan. These are going to go like lotion and makeup remover and stuff. Like just they're look how attractive, Dan. Uh, they're very nice. Yes, they yeah, are, I like Dan. Because I'm a classy person now. Yeah. I'm classing my thing up, Dan. All right. Class your thing up in a the, big barn. The organizer, when I when she came, I showed her multiple tricks like how to clean jewelry naturally and all my, my collection of stain removers. And she was like, You're like Martha Stewart. The organizer was impressed by me, Dan. Well, there you go. You could a little corner of your barn, you could have a little a little streaming studio and you could start a little cooking, like a little little house organization <gasps> show. I'm not, like I, a Martha Stewart esque show. I just want to do like veggie cooking. Yeah. This is the next chapter of Maureen Johnson. I've always wanted to do a little cooking thing. I would call it like the stupid vegetarian. It would be like simple. There you go. I'm like, here's you just put this in here and then you have food. You set up in your barn, you set up a little a little studio kitchen. Also, Dan, people want Ellingham Academy merch, so. Well, we should talk. I know. I know you I'm, do. So. You know what you I could really use is another. About merch. You should do another. You should really take on another job. We haven't even talked about the fact that I have a top secret project launching on Friday, Maureen. Yeah. You got a lot of jobs. It's a good one. I'm very Says excited. Says Who is brought to you by Dan Sinker, who is overtired and needs a nap. Dan. It's true. He needs a nap. It's also brought. Possible, made possible <laughs> oh, by no. you through yours. It turns out reading is hard, but through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our theme music. It's because the notes, I usually have them up on this monitor because with my eye issues, if I look down, they go crossed. There we go. Says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who that's our Patreon where most every Sunday you get me and Maureen all over again. Oh, I closed my eyes. Um, <laughs> did you see me kind of leave backwards there? No, I when, did. I saw you take yeah. a micro nap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo Bad is meth. by Darth. Contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can also find us on Mastodon at Says Who at omfg.town. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at Says Who Podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash Says Whovians. The Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. If you want to join the family on Discord server, you can go to tinyurl.com slash Says Who Discord. Whatever you do, spread the word, subscribe, leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, maybe. I think you're flying back on on, on that Tuesday, though. We'll see. That would be the 26th of April. If it's happening. For our next episode, from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. I'm so tired. Take a nap, little Dan. Tiny nappy, nappy poo-poo. Little snoozy, little nap. Oh, he's sinking, you guys. Little nappy pants for Dan. Nappy, nappy, poopy, poo. Nappy. Dan is, he's just leaning. He's genuinely unfocused. Are Dan? Hmm? I was checking my email. What? Were you? Yeah, I was spacing out. Just 20 minutes. Huh? Take a little 20 Dan. 
your body's going to write the rules here, Dan. I also don't think I've eaten food. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now that I, I had a toast. Dan? Huh? Dan. What? Eat something or, no, 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 just go to sleep. Then wake up and eat something. Then start to get your day again. You have to. Dan. <laughs> okay. This, okay. Bye-bye. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast. Nope. It isn't a podcast. It's a coping. No. Go to sleep. <laughs>